0: It's Buffalo Means Business here on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Tim Wenger, here for Randy Bushover. We're here to talk about dentistry today, minimally invasive dentistry, and that is the the key factoid we want to get to. And we've got Buffalo Dental Group with us, and uh, the two folks you hear an awful lot on WBEN, and that's Dr. Bernie Kolber and Dr. Ellen Vossler. Both of you, welcome to the studio. I know you're real busy, so to have you both in the same room at the same time is uh, much appreciated. Thanks.
1: Pleasure being here. Thank you.
0: Thanks for having us. Yeah, you know, I I open up with uh, minimally invasive dentistry. I hear it all the time. I hear Bowerly, uh, you know, talking to you guys about that. What does it mean? What does uh, minimally invasive dentistry mean?
1: Minimally invasive dentistry is not a procedure or a technique. It's a concept. It's a philosophy. And that philosophy is keeping people with all or as many of their natural teeth as possible, not extracting teeth, and also preserving as much healthy tooth as possible. We look at it as, as we call augmentation but dentistry versus amputation dentistry.
2: Uh, you know, let me just kind of sure. add on to that. Um, it, what has allowed us to do this minimally invasive is really the technology that has, you know, just skyrocketed our uh, industry. You know, the bonding techniques, uh, the uh, CEREC, which we can go into a little bit later. It's That has really allowed us to do this minimally invasive, take away as little as possible of your natural tooth and then restore it fully back and so we really have to thank technology for that which we love we absolutely love technology and we have a lot of in our office
0: and it keeps changing you know like technology in our industry obviously changes i'm sure the technology is rapidly uh changing for you folks right
2: you know it's funny how uh you have to it's somebody said and i know we've said this before We've gone from the Flintstone age to the Jetson age. That's how fast it has changed. You know, the computerized dentistry has really just catapulted our industry, right, Bernie? Absolutely, you'd have Mm -hmm. to agree with that.
1: It it, it really has. But it's again, it's 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 the philosophy of care because you can use this in different ways. One of our hallmarks, and then the typical dental office, um, and and nothing against that because it's still a standard of care that is being taught. Uh, but putting crowns on teeth. And we try not to put crowns on teeth. It's actually quite rare that we put a crown on a tooth. And the reason being that, if I mentioned augmentation versus the amputation dentistry. We look at putting a crown on a tooth as amputation dentistry. You're grinding healthy tooth away on an already weakened uh, tooth. What we would rather do is support that tooth, strengthen it. And basically, if it was a jigsaw puzzle, we would, we would recreate the missing piece to that jigsaw puzzle and bond it in place. And, and, and that's kind of the hallmark, but it goes beyond that, and that is uh, everything from from our hygienists, from what they do, and, and their focus on preserving teeth to splinting teeth that might have been deemed to be not savable. We take a lot of teeth that the people come into our office and say, well, they t- told me this couldn't be saved. I said, let's try it. I think we can probably save those teeth for you, and, and we usually do. So I mean, minima, minimally invasive
0: to me seems to have two meanings. It it has the medical dental uh, you know philosophy that you're talking about where you don't necessarily need to do as much as uh, you know maybe maybe one would think. But for me, the patient um, does it does it mean less pain, less awkwardness, less uncomfortability?
2: I think we try to take more of a, a comprehensive look at. Overall, um, not just focusing on one tooth. Um, Because, you know, as Dr. Culver mentioned, you know, it's not just the tooth, it's, you know, from our hygiene department, you know, where we've had many people actually that have come in that their dentist wanted to extract the tooth and do an implant. And not that that's a bad option, but. I would rather tell that patient, let's try to keep your tooth a little bit longer. And there is something to be said, that keeping your own natural tooth is far superior than, uh, you know, doing a bridge or an implant. Uh, Because, as I said before, God made these teeth. We really can't make it any better, but we can come close. Um, So we do have this comprehensive um, uh, approach. program where you come in, you know, you'll see the doctor first, or maybe you'll go into see one of our hygienists. And we really try to diagnose and educate. The biggest thing, and as any dentist should, educate the patient on how to take care of their, you know, not just their teeth, but their gum tissue and their overall health, because it is all connected. You know, it's our hygienists really do a great job and there's again there's um, pharmaceuticals now that have um, really enhanced saving the tooth uh, in, in um, improving the uh, gum tissue to maintain those teeth longer again our goal is maintain your teeth as long as possible So
0: the old adage the more you know I mean the you know knowledge is power I mean it really does it makes a difference in your in your dental care a-
2: absolutely the, um, the
1: the part that really is disconcerting to us and this is we see so many teeth that We think we should be saved or can be saved, that were deemed to be extracted, and implants are wonderful. They're great options if a tooth can't be saved. But to me and to us, our uh, a person's natural tooth, as long as it's predictably restorable, and that we, we there's no hundred percent guarantee of anything. But if if we can say okay, if we look at this, and five ten years out, can we preserve that? Can we save that? Can we keep it in place? There's a feeling that you get from a natural tooth that you don't get from an implant. So we see a lot of things that are out there with, you know, pushing extensive uh, implant dentistry options. And again, implants are great if there's no other alternative to saving teeth, but we would rather try to save a person's natural teeth.
0: This is Buffalo Means Business here on WBEN. I'm Tim Wenger for Randy Bush. Over that was the voice of Dr. Bernie Kolber, uh, sitting alongside Dr. Ellen Vossler from the Buffalo Dental Group. And if you want to find them online, it's easy, thebuffalodentalgroup.com, thebuffalodentalgroup.com, and you can call them at 634-1234. You know, I hear you guys throw the term around, onlay. I don't know what that is. Fill me in.
1: Um, and no, pun, no pun intended sure. on the thing, okay? <laughs> well, okay. Dental humor. That's, that, <laughs> that's <laughs> good. Um, and is we look at it as a conservative alternative to putting a crown in a tooth, taking a tooth that has an extensive decayed, broken-down area, large filling, something that is threatening the long-term viability of that tooth. And rather than putting a crown on it, we, as I mentioned, we make the missing piece to that tooth, like a piece to a jigsaw puzzle, and bond that in place. It becomes almost as strong as the original tooth was.
2: This what really has allowed us to do that, as I said earlier, was the bonding process and the materials that we are um, we have access to to not have to grind the tooth down to make a crown. Because once you grind that tooth structure down, it's gone and it's a crown and it will always have to be a crown. Uh, the bonding process and the materials are strong enough to come pretty darn close to your uh, hardness of your natural tooth. So if we can preserve your natural tooth with an onlay, it's a far superior restoration, in, in, in my opinion, in our, in our opinion. opinion yeah. It, it mm-hmm. certainly is. And we have done thousands of these, thousands. And, you know, proof is in the pudding. They're, they, are, they sustain, and I, I would rather do that. If, and as we've always said, if that were my mother, my father, my sister, what would you do? And that's what I would do if I could. It's so always the deb-
0: best question to ask a doctor, I think, is, you know, what would you do? And, um, you know, and if you guys have done those thousands and they're working, um, at the, like you said, the proof is in the pudding.
1: It really, it's everything that we look at in our practice is what would we do if it was our family member sitting there, if it was my wife sitting there, my kids uh, you know how would we we take care of that patient and, and it really is what we what we focus on and 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 how we make any recommendations
0: another thing I, I hear uh you you guys talk about a lot is implants talk about implants where are we at with implants how often are they necessary and uh, what is the latest
1: dental implants are a way to uh, replace a missing tooth and give give support and there's a way a lot of ways that can be used Um, And you hear about many implants that are used and traditional-sized implants, and there's a lot of uh, discussion and perhaps argument that goes on in what should be used where. But an implant can be used anywhere from replacing a single missing tooth, can be used to multiple teeth, which would be a traditional bridge, uh, or an entire arch of teeth. Or they can also be used to stabilize dentures. So an implant is a a man-made artificial tooth root, out of, see titanium, which is an incredibly bio-friendly material that the, the person's, the bone in their body actually bonds to, and that becomes part of them. So, uh, you know, that is it's kind of how an implant is, is used in that. The,
2: uh, the idea of an implant, which I try to tell patients if they're missing a tooth, or unfortunately, they're gonna have to have a tooth extracted. Uh, if you don't do anything to replace that area, uh, the bone will start to resorb away and your other teeth start to kind of shift. Teeth like to touch each other. They like to, you know, be able to touch. So if they can't, they're going to start moving in that direction to try and touch another tooth. And that can upset your bite. Uh, you, it can cause other teeth to be lost uh, because now you're losing bone to help support those teeth. So an implant is truly a kind of a bone-saving um, and bite-saving uh, device and they've been around, my God, since the 1950s, but they've really just um, skyrocketed in the 90s because developing better implants and the ease of placement. Um, But you have to know how to diagnose and where you're placing them. And there's all sorts of, you know, tests that we do ahead of time because you have to pre-plan this very carefully before you actually even place the implant. But they are a wonderful alternative to missing teeth. Sometimes necessary. Let's talk about the,
0: uh, uh, you know, in our final moments here, um, that initial consultation or that decision to come to see you for maybe um, a second opinion if I've been elsewhere. Um, what, What does someone need to know before they... Uh, come in for a consultation with you and then perhaps you know the next step would be maybe come in for a second opinion.
1: All they have to do is call our office. Uh, we, will, we get a lot of uh, calls a lot of people that come in usually with that second opinion uh, looking at well they told me this so they told me that or they're recommending this but before you have teeth extracted you know please call us because in so many situations we can save these teeth for people.
2: Uh, you know it's Most of the patients that are coming in, I'll be honest, I always ask, how'd you hear about us, you know, if they're coming for a second opinion? And it's usually, you know, WBEN, the radio, I, I heard Bowerly talk, and we're happy because, you know, the message is getting out there. We're happy, don't do something unless you talk to somebody else, and we're happy to give our opinion. You might like it, you might not like it, but I think we're very honest and upfront with our patients. We can give you
1: options, and we're always happy to do that.
0: All right, and you're two very pleasant people, so you. Oh, know, thank I, you. everybody should be just fine in a, in a room with you. Well, thank and, you. And having our teeth looked at. Thank you. Right, Thank you. Uh, Dr. Ellen Vossler, thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. I know you probably have patients to see. Dr. Bernie Culber, always good to see you.
1: Always a pleasure. Thank you.
0: All right. They are with the Buffalo Dental Group. Here's some information for you. If you want some more, uh, thebuffalodentalgroup.com, thebuffalodentalgroup.com on the web. And if you want to give them a call, one number, two locations, 634 1234. That is 634 1234. Of course, in the 716 area code. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN.